Good morning, good morning, and happy Sabbath, Tabernacle of Praise. Oh, I don't know about you, but I'm so glad to be in the house of the Lord for the Lord's time. Because I recognize that this is the day that the Lord has made us rejoice and be glad in it. Let us stand this morning as we worship the Holy Spirit as we sing Sabbath. Amen. Amen. And let it rip for at least 
this praise team. I, you know, I almost, I almost did this move right here. You know what this move means, right? Running the knees, running the knees. <laughs> did you feel it? Am I the only one? Amen. I wanted to tell. I was sitting standing. I was like, man, just, just do that move right there. Bring that. Just keep it moving, keep it moving. But God is so good, and I'm so thankful and so blessed to be here today. I just want to give a shout out to all of our online visitors. I know we have individuals viewing with us all the way from Mississippi. Amen. We have some faithful, faithful, faithful members on our YouTube page and Facebook as we stream our service throughout the land on Roku. We praise God that we're able to share this gospel message and not just in Mississippi, but we go all the way to Africa. today and we praise God for each and every one of you. Um, do we, we're in the month of March. Now last week um, we viewed, we had our service, I was at home and I preached and we had such a, uh, it was so crazy, the, the enemy, the, the, the signals, the, we had to, it just did so, so God is so good, he brought that same sermon back today. 
Amen. He tried to shut that one down, but he knew you hadn't, you, he was waiting on you to get here. Amen. Right. He was waiting on you to get here. Amen. So we're going to know, we know God is good. And so um, while we were worshiping on last week, we weren't here, but we're here today. And we praise God for us. So we didn't get to celebrate our birthdays as we entered into the month of March. So I don't want to overlook. Do we have any birthdays in this month? Amen. Sister Rose. Amen. When is it? When is it? The 25th. Amen. They on the same birthday? Your daughter? Amen. Okay. But praise God. And Kennedy, your birthday is when? March. Come on now. March 23rd. Amen. Ma'am. March on in. Amen. Well, we're going to march on in, march in these birthdays. And we just want to sing a happy birthday to you. Can we just do that right quick? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. bless you in the month of March as you celebrate. Um, also, we want to celebrate all anniversaries. Anyone celebrate uh, uh, anniversary? Any marriages? Any milestones? Amen. Amen. We'll keep working. Keep pushing. Keep moving. Amen. We'll get you in April. We'll get you in April. Also, we want to remind you, I believe today is the day where we set our clocks. We spring forward and fall back, right? Spring, spring forward. So this is and fall back. So we spring and forward. Amen. So we set our clocks ahead one hour, not two hours, just one. You know, just set it ahead one hour so you can be on time for your appointments um, tomorrow and, and going forward. Um, at this time, we just want to just say thank you so much um, and just want to encourage you to continue to put God first in all that you do. Let us bow our heads for a word of prayer. Loving Lord, our Father and our God. Again, we're so thankful, privileged, and honored to be able to come before you in this manner. We recognize, Father, that we're not here by accident, but this was your divine will for us. And so as we gather, oh God, we pray your Holy Spirit upon us. Lead us, guide us, and direct us in the way that we should go. That when we leave this space, we will not leave it the same way we came, but we will leave here with a newfound love for the things of God. This we do pray in Jesus' name. Let the people of God say amen. And amen again. God bless you and happy Sabbath.
Thank you, Lord. Food on my table. Oh, he's so worthy. Because you are so able. Food on my table. Because you are so able. Because you are so able. Food on my table. Food on my table. Has it been your bread and butter? Has he done something special for you? Did he wake you up this morning? That's why we ought to say thank you and give him all the praise, honor, and glory. Can we just say that today? Can we say thank you? Thank you, Lord. Come on, family. Thank you. It's all right to worship him in the space. Come on, one more time. Can we say it again? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Come on, right here. Oh, yes. For he's truly worthy. He's worthy of all the praise. He's worthy. Come on, let's put our hands together and worship God in that space. <laughs> Amen. Well, there are two or three gathered in his name. There will I be in the midst. And I believe God is in the midst today. As we now enter into our prayer time together, God is so good. He is so good. Hallelujah. If God was able to roll back the scroll and just... Let us take a peek of what's on our mind and what's been pressing us down. I think we were all in here will lose our mind. If God would just let that thing go and just let everything just cut loose, we would make it. We were able to make it here today because we were clothed in our right minds. God kept us over the dangerous highways and byways. The enemy wanted to take us out. The enemy tried to take us out. But I thank God that he stepped in and said, no. That's enough. Get your hands off my child. Back up and give me 50 feet. Come on, somebody. But I thank God. I praise him. You know, each week we take before the Lord in prayer. One of our family members. Uh, we want to just lift up the bowl. Um, Claire family, they're not here, but we want to just call their name out this morning. Um, we know that prayer is something that we all need, amen? And prayer is something that I believe this church believes in. Uh, I've said it before, I am a product of prayer. I am actually in this church today because somebody prayed for me, had me on their mind, took the time, and prayed for me. And so as we gather our hearts and our thoughts, we want to encourage each and every one of you who choose to come close to the altar. We invite you to come at this time as we approach God's throne. We want to remember our very own Sister Elaine in prayer. We want to remember Sister Beverly in prayer. We also want to remember Dad Harris and the Harris family in prayer. We thank God for being a prayer answering God as we look through this congregation and see individuals that we were praying for last week that are here this week. That's right. We can put our hands together. We can bless the name of the Lord. So let's just continue that spirit of praise and worship and 
Remember our church family. Remember our conference. Remember our administration. Remember our leaders. Let's gather our thoughts as we approach God's throne in prayer. It's prayer time. Also, we want to remember our very own Deacon Reed in prayer. We want to lift him up as well. Let's pray. Loving Lord, our Father and our God, our King, Master, Ruler of everything, we are so thankful, privileged, and honored to be able to come before you on this beautiful Sabbath day. We've come, Father, with bowed heads and humble hearts, understanding and recognizing that it is not I, but it is Christ that dwells. That we're here today because of who you are. It's not by, by power nor by might, but by your spirit, saith the Lord. And so we're so thankful and appreciative of the fact that you have allowed us to gather in this space today. So, Father, we're simply asking you as we come before your throne that you will search our hearts and forgive us of our sins, that you will cleanse us from all unrighteousness and allow your Holy Spirit to move mightily through our lives, that wherever we go, God, or whatever it is that we do, your name will be glorified. For we understand God and recognize that at the foot of the cross is level, no big eyes and no little U's, but we're all the same in your sight, children of the living God. So help us to walk in that light. Help us to walk in that, in, that, in that favor that you have chosen us, you have called us. And so, Father, as we come again, we thank you. We want to bless you and we want to honor you. And so we want to lift up before you um, our very own family members, the Reed family, Deacon Reed, Father God, who's battling with health challenges, the Bate family, who's battling with health challenges. We want to lift up before you Sister Kathy West, oh God that you will cover her and keep her. We pray right now, oh God, that you will be uh, uh, right now with, with, with all of those. Sister Elaine this morning, Sister Beverly, cover them and keep them. We pray for Dad Harris and the Harris family this morning. You know their need, you know their issues, you know their struggles. So we're asking that you would do what you do, oh God, and that you will lay your healing hands over your children. That you will bring about a resolve, oh God, that will shake heaven in the name of Jesus. Oh Father, we call on you because there is no other name under heaven or earth where men can call on where they may be saved. None other than the name of Jesus. So we call on you this morning, oh God. We call on the King of kings and the Lord of lords. We beseech ye, oh God, to do what you do, oh God. And create in all of us a clean heart and renew the right spirit within us. Cover our online guest family and friends cover all of us who are here in the physical space oh God. Lord we thank you for what you've done and what you're doing and what you are about to do in the name of Jesus be with our administration this morning be with our leaders and our teachers and our preachers oh God cover us in the name of Jesus let us not leave here the same way we came but let us leave here with a newfound love for the things of God. Lord we pray for this service today oh God that you will rain down something new oh God that you will rain down Shekinah glory on this, on this day, O oh God. That we will know without a shadow of a doubt that we are in the midst wherever there are two or three gathered. In your name, O oh God. You declare it in your word that there will you be in the midst. And so we believe, O oh God, that as we gather here today, under the power and the authority of the Holy Ghost, 
speaking life into the lives of your people. Lord, here, right now, right here, right now, oh God. Oh, be with us today, oh God. Thank you for covering us and keeping us. Thank you for being the, 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 the wheel in the middle of the wheel, oh God. Thank you for being the wind beneath my wings, oh God. We thank you and we bless you and we honor you today, oh God. So we understand that we can do nothing without you. But with you, we can do all things. So we bless you today. We honor you. And we give you all the praise. We want to lift up before you in a very special way the Beauclair family, oh God. We ask that you will cover the family right now. You know their needs. You know their concerns. You know what's ailing them right now, oh God. We don't need to know the details, oh God. But what we do know is that we know how to take it to the one that knows how to deal with it all. We know how to give it over to you, Jesus. We know how to call on your name, Jesus. So we place it in your care to do what only you can do, oh God. We will be ever so mindful to give you the praise, honor, and glory. Thank you for all of those that have come down around this altar. You know what each one of us need. You know our desire, our plans, and our future. The number of hairs that is on our head. We thank you. We bless you and we honor you. Those that are remaining in their seats, we actually covering over them as well. And we will be ever so mindful to give you all the praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' name we pray that the people of God say amen. Amen. And amen again. You deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve it. remember the marriage retreat. We have to do a little bit of work on those marriages, right? I mean, sometimes a whole lot of work, but we want to come together as a, a married couples and get some instruction, get a little bit of relaxation, leave the children at home. Sometimes they part of the problem. So we want to just enjoy ourselves at the marriage retreat, which is, uh, you can find it on Central State's uh, web page, and you can um, look up the information there. And then there's 12 steps to success. Now I want to say something about this 12 steps, Marion. Marion is uh, Sister Verdia's fiance. Can the church say, Amen? Amen. Amen. Yeah. yeah, go girl. <laughs> now I want to say to everybody here, y'all thought I forgot. We're supposed to be improving our lives. It's not, it's not a uh, New Year's resolution. It's a lifestyle change we're making. We just started at the New Year. So I want to say congratulations, Verdia, because she is making a lifestyle change. You go, girl. I'm enjoying this. But Verdia was the originator of the 12 steps. Okay. And right. uh, yes, that's right. She pushed and she pushed, you know, and then she got me to back her up. And we started in the little room over there, and then she moved away so she can drop her seeds uh, someplace else and have that to flourish. But I want you to know we're still going strong. I think this is our uh, third year because um, we had COVID and it dropped a little bit. But this is our third year. We now have a, an official workbook. 
This morning I thought about task force, I can call it that. Those are going to be some people who are going to come in and they're going to look at this book in November and they're going to say, we can change this, we can change that, let's put this here, and we're going to have a really good product for the church members. Can the church say amen? Amen. You just cannot be God. He's just so good. He said, your your mind never stops working. Mm. Well, when it does, I'm going to be dead, right? If your brain ain't working, you're already dead. Y'all should be thinking of some stuff. I want to remind everybody or let you know that on um, the women's, the Eastern Federation Women, I have a daughter's Eastern Federation Women's Ministries, Coach K has a, um, a prayer line in the morning. And they've asked me as the Women's Eastern Federation Women's Ministry co-coordinator with Jan, co-coordinator Health Ministries, is that what it is? Health <laughs> coordinator to provide some services for them. So we're doing a Monday, we call it Monday Mental Health, but it's actually every day of the week I'm doing, I'm teaching people strategies to eliminate and drop down stress, anxi- anxiety, depression, uh, frustration, aggravation, irritation, anger. So we're doing that every day of the week. And I just kept, I'm going to, I'm going to, um, through the, through the blood of Jesus, I'm going to claim this as a result of the work that has been done. One person came on this week after about a month and a half of the strategies and using these strategies and sharing them. She says that she went to the doctor and the doctor said that she has leukemia and she goes every six months that he's no watch on. He said, you can cut it back to once a year. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Come on. So people are getting healed all around you. All right. Come and get your healing. There is no reason to say, I'm sick, because God has his healing in the land. Yes, thank you, Lord. And that's at 7, um, 7.15. And I'm telling you, Coach K, don't play. Don't come at 7.16. They already started. They got the game going and gone, okay? <laughs> it ends at 7.45. Don't come at 7.46 trying to get a nugget. It is over. So we want you guys to, we want to welcome you guys. I noticed that we don't have any backpack stuff around. We need 200. We're asking people to bring 15. So this month is pencils, and uh, we had last month was paper. We still need paper. Please, folk, we're going for the long term. This is not crisis-oriented. I don't function under crisis-oriented type of stuff. I get frustrated, aggravated, and y'all see the absolute worst of me. So I like to be in my best mode. So let's do stuff up front. Bring your stuff, please. Please don't wait to the last minute. The kids are going to start at school on time. They're not going to hesitate and wait for our stuff. So let's get our stuff together. God is so good. And then I want to remind you guys that this week was like every other week in America. Crime, killings, people were sick, people were dying. It was a terrible week for some people, and it was good in some ways. But there are people out there on the streets who do not know Jesus. Amen. So where we are in this house right now today, I've heard you guys did a little praise earlier. Of course, I wasn't satisfied with that. <laughs> Y'all can do better. So when I do what I do, and you guys got to do it so well that the people across the street hear you. Because there are people out there who do not know God. Right. And they are suffering. If we're suffering inside, and we are, yeah. 
they're definitely suffering outside. So I want to say, God is good. All the time. All the time. God is good. He is worthy to be praised. Worthy to be praised. In every way, with our time, our talent, our temple, and our treasures. In every way, we should be praising. Yeah. Let me say, I'm sorry. Oh, should, yeah. should bring shame and guilt. You know, that's what I'm taught. We could be praising the Lord. It is an opportunity to just really praise God. And I say that from the bottom of my heart. From the bottom. I mean, I've had so many testimonies this year. The devil has been busy trying to get everybody knocked off their feet with illness, poverty. We're not giving up. So every person in here, if you thought that you are not held accountable to the goal that you set, you are held accountable. And every month, every time I get a chance, I'm going to remind you, do something every day to change your life. Especially if you don't like the way your life is going. All right. Let me tell you, talk about right. what is going to happen in your life. Talk about it. Like Verdeel said, this is my fiance. Everybody knows that fiance means husband. Right. <laughs> in case Marion, I hope I'm not shocking you, but that's what it means. Everybody knows what that means. So claim it. Talk about it. All don't right. keep it on your heart and be all secret about, you know, Never mind, I can't tell nobody. No! Brother, pay for me. I'm trying to get a better job. You know what? Take this out. Alvina, who is in our 12-step program, I might say, got two jobs in less than six months. Come on, All folks. Right. Come on. Alvina planning on traveling with her kids in a couple of weeks. I see you, Alvina, but Alvina's out there every day on those bus pad, on the bus routes, in the streets, bringing folks into the church who have never been to this church. You get busy for God, he'll get busy for you. So let's not sit back. Let's not wait for it to come to us. Go get it. It's yours. Come on, y'all. Y'all not hearing me. Y'all not hearing me. When you was born, God knew what you would want. He knew what you would need. Your prayer is already answered. It's already answered. And just because that prayer made the answer may be no, don't mean we don't go and try. Because what that means is something better. It's something better. Now I'm going to say one more thing, and then I'm going to call, because I have to remind myself to do this call of the deacons. But I'm going to say one more thing. One of the people I was talking to was saying, I just, I don't want to work at a job for minimum wage. I don't want to work at a job for minimum wage. And she kept saying, I said, hey, hey, hey. I said that in my heart. But to her, I said, excuse me, sweetheart. Here's the truth. If you don't apply for a job for minimum wage, you won't get a minimum wage job. If you ask for a little, that's what you're going to get. But you want something big? State it and go look for it. Let me tell you, you're not going to ask for it. I heard the pastor say this. Pastor don't know how he helped me. Everybody's saying, you know, do, do the Lord want me to do this? Do the Lord want me? Stop, just go do it. <laughs> he will close the doors. You can trust God. 
He is such a good and wonderful and awesome God. People, let's do it this week. Just do I'm saying one step, but I really I'm thinking, just go do the as much as you can to get as close. And, and, and I don't want nobody saying, I'm too old. I don't want to hear it. You ain't dead. That's right. <laughs> well, you might be, but you're amongst the living dead. And if you are amongst the living dead, you can come alive. Come on, people. Come on. He loves us so much, and he has so much good for us. But all we have, and I'm not talking about finances, just money. I'm not talking about just that. I'm talking about a man for those who don't have one or a woman for those who don't have one. I'm talking about friends if you need friends. I'm talking about healing. if It's there. He wants us to have it. We have to ask. And he's a good God. He's a good God. All right, we're going to ask the deacons to come forth so that we can show off the blessings that God has given us this week. We can give him some praise in a very physical and tangible way. It is a privilege to be a part of helping other people live better, good, and get better. The more you give time, talent, temple, treasure, the more you will receive. Most honorable Father, how grateful we are that you are such a good and loving God. We thank you so much for Verdia and Marion and her children that has come with her, Lord. We ask that you will bless this relationship. Open up the windows of heaven, dear, dear Father. Let her continue the ministry that you put in her heart. Lord, let all of us find a ministry that we can be passionate about, that we will be willing to push beyond the obstacles and go in places you, we never thought we could go before. We look forward to the blessings that you have already prepared for us. Thank you for the offerings we're going to receive. Thank you for giving the money to us so we can return it back to you. We praise your holy name for all that you do, what you're going to do, and what you have already done. In the name of Jesus, we pray and praise you always. Make this a great day.
Hallelujah. 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 Come on. I've been giving since he woke me up. Since God woke me up this morning, I've been giving him the since God woke you up. I've been singing hallelujah all day oh yeah hallelujah 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 Hallelujah, 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 He woke me. Oh, yeah. I've been since God woke me up this morning. Since God woke me up this morning, I've been singing hallelujah. I think y'all can sit down now. I think so. I think so. I don't know. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 Woo. See, 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 when you when you really been praising God since you've been up this morning. See, I'm, I'm talking about when you really woke up this morning. I woke up this morning with my mind. Stayed on Jesus. I woke up this morning with my mind. Stayed on the Lord. I woke up this morning with my mind. My mind is. Praying with my mind. Stayed on Jesus. I'm singing and praying with my mind. Stayed on the Lord. I'm singing and praying with my mind. My mind is stayed on Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 
All right, all right, all right. Oh, my, my, my. Mm. Hallelujah. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. See, when you got that praise in you like that, you can be walking through the house, driving your car. It don't matter. It's just in you. But I praise God for you. Praise God for our musicians. Amen. Can we put our hands together for this amazing? Amen. Our minstrels. Amen. I want to remind us, I did leave out one announcement. We want to stay in the spirit of worship and praise as we get into our message. But to our board members, we want to remind you that on Monday we are having our board meeting. So please mark your calendar for that. Um, Deacon Rackley, amen. Um, our men's ministry, we want to remind you, yes, sir. Um, I don't know if you will get the text, but we'll make sure you get that message, amen. Yes, Thank you so much. If you have your Bibles with you, we want to get right into the Word of God this morning. Um, let God have His way. Um, we know that God is a very present help in the time of storm, amen. And that he do all things. He worketh all things well. Without him, we can do nothing. But with him, we're more than conquerors. Amen. So if you have your Bibles with you, if you can turn with me to the book of Mark. Book of Mark, chapter 14. And this is where we'll be taking our, our spending our time this morning. Mark, chapter 14. Amen. And we want to. Start with verse 66, Mark 14, verse 66. When you have it, please say amen. amen. And again, please stand with me in the honor of the reading of the word of God. Mark chapter 14, there it is on your screen, verse 66, and we'll read all the way down to verse 72. I'll read and then you follow. Now, as Peter was below in the courtyard, one of the servant girls of the high priest came. But he denied it and saying, I neither know nor understand what you are saying. And he went out on the porch and a rooster crowed. But he denied it again. And a little later, those who stood by said to Peter again, Surely you are one of them, for you are a Galilean, and your speech shows it. Let's read verse 72 together. And the second time the rooster crowed, then Peter called to mind the words that Jesus has said to him, before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. And when he thought about it, he wept. Today I want us to talk on the topic, the real you, the real you. Let us pray. Loving Lord, our Father, our God, our King, our ruler, master of everything, we are so appreciative of the fact that you have allowed us to come into this space today. As we now enter into thy word, for thy word is truth, we ask that you will speak to us and through us. 
I must now decrease that the word of God may increase into your hands. I commit my spirit in Jesus' name. We pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of an amazing and awesome God. Of the real you. I must confess that this message here is not the first time that I've shared this message. The first time I preached this message, it was several years ago. I was at a youth event and I was invited there to speak to um, some young folk. And as I preached this sermon, one of the members at the church that I was attending, this is before I even started pastoring, uh, the individual came to me and said that this message right here you need to share with the church. Needless to say, that never happened until last week in my home. You see, um, my house is still set up in such a way that whenever stuff shuts down here, we can still continue service by way of the basement. That's what we're going to call it, the basement. Amen. <laughs> and so on last week when we brought this message out of retirement, come on, somebody. I stood down there in the basement, and I preached this message, and I was so excited down there, not knowing that there was so much interference on the Internet. Uh, members was texting each other and calling each other, and I'm in my basement having a good time with Jesus. <laughs> that thing was good. <laughs> And then I came up out the basement. I was so excited. And then as I talked to um, the technician, they were saying, you know, Pastor, there was so much going on. I said, what, nobody? And I said, Lord, uh, do we? He said, bring it back, bring it back. Right. I believe this message was so powerful and it's such an important message. And I believe you who weren't here last week, God allowed us to get here this week Amen. so that we can spend the time together in this message today. And so as we look at this message um, here in Mark, we understand if I can just take you back a little bit, because many of us may not know the story of Jesus pulling Peter aside. Peter, which means Petros, the rock. Amen. Jesus told Peter, he said, upon this rock, I will build my church. Amen. And sometimes we get that confused as if the church was built on Peter. But I want us to be clear that Jesus was letting Peter know that you would be the one. You would be the one that I'm going to send out. And not only that, Peter, but Satan has a desire to even sift you like wheat. In other words, Satan want to take you out the game. Amen. And if I can just put a pause right there, just in case you have not picked up on what is being said and how it's being said. I want you to put yourself in the place of Peter. And with that being said and with that out the way, we can proceed forward because now Jesus is talking to Peter. And he's telling Peter, he said, Peter, let me let you know something because I realize you have, you, 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 you have a different kind of faith, if you will. You have the kind of faith that don't mind stepping out of a boat in the midst of a storm. Uh, uh, see, you have the kind of faith that don't mind cutting off the ear of a, uh, 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 you, 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 you have a different level of faith. But Peter, I need you to understand something, that, 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 that before the rooster crows, Twice, you're going to deny me at least three times. Now, again, I ask you to put yourself in Peter's place because um, I really want you to get the, the gist of this message. So as you put yourself in Peter's place, I want you to be honest with yourself because we're trying to get to the real you. 
Now, I want to be honest with you right here, right now, because as I'm moving forward through this message, I want you to know that this is not how we started out in my basement last week. So the message is already taking a different turn. And I pray that somebody here today would not leave here the same way they came. Because as you put yourself in Peter's shoes or in Peter's place, you realize that now as Jesus is letting Peter know, I see your faith, I understand your love for me, and I see how you display it in front of people. But before the cock crows twice, Peter, you're going to deny me at least three times. You're going to turn your back on me, Peter. You're going to walk away from the teachings, Peter. Peter, Peter, I need you to understand that, 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 that this thing right here that is about to happen, amen, to, to be honest with you, Peter, because of who you are, we, we can't even change it. You know, I get it sometimes in our walk. We say, Lord, if you can just change this thing. But see, you have to understand the only way the Lord can change a situation is if you yourself is willing to change. And as long as you are willing to stay the same, that situation, that issue, that problem, that drama is going to remain the same. Because you don't want to let go. You don't want to give in. You got it all figured out. You got it all pulled together, Peter. This is not how that message went last week. But I understand and realize, God, that there is a whole other another level to this story here as you was talking to Peter and letting Peter know that before this thing happened, you're going to deny me. Now, here it is. We find Peter now in the cut. Peter walking in the shadows as the verse starts out by saying, now, as Peter was below in the courtyard. In other words, Peter was walking in the shadows as they were marching Jesus down the road. Peter was off to the side trying to be in God. Negro. I don't want to be seen. I don't want them to find me out. I don't want them to know that I am really a Sabbath keeper. I really do love the Lord. I really am a devout Christian, but I cannot let them know that because the reality is just like they are marching my Jesus down the road, it just very well may be that they may come looking for me. So I have to stay hidden. I have to stay uh, uh, on the DL, if you will. Don't want nobody to know who I really am. I got to hide my truth. I can't speak my truth. Not on my job. Matter of fact, on my job, we can't talk about God on the job. But let me, let me help you out. Let me, let me just share something with you just in case you forgot. Uh, the reason you have the job I just thought I'd just throw that out there because sometimes we forget as if the job is running things. Let me help you out with my family. The job ain't running nothing. If anything, the job is running, it's running you crazy. <laughs> They're talking about the job running. And so here it is, Peter, Peter, come on, help me, y'all. Well, Peter is now in the cut, and some little girl, the nerve of her, or coming up to Peter, this man of God. Now, remember, Peter walked with Jesus for some three and a half years. Peter ate with Jesus. Peter spent time with Jesus. Jesus was, and Peter was close. Peter was one of those ones that Jesus took with him up on the mountaintop when Jesus was transfigured. You know, Peter was one of those that Jesus kept close. Oh, I love Peter. I appreciate Peter because Peter was down for the cause. Peter wasn't going to let anybody get between him and his Savior. Peter was ready. Peter was open. Peter was down. Peter was the man. 
We have to be careful because, see, in every last one of our experience, there's always a situation that's going to cause you to question who you are or what you believe and wh- or, or, or where you stand. Every now and again, something will show up that will cause you to question your belief, to make you wonder, am I really doing this the right way? Should I be doing something else? But let me help you out. Jesus will not lead you in a direction that he's not planning on keeping you going in. And if for some reason Jesus decided to do something different, that's because that was a part of his plan. You see, Jesus don't make stuff up on the fly. Jesus don't do stuff half-stepping. You know, Jesus don't just all of a sudden decide, you know what, today I'm going to, no, 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 that this was decided long time ago. So, Peter, I don't understand. Peter, I don't understand how you walk with Jesus. Peter, I don't understand how you can show up every Sabbath. Peter, I don't understand how you can sing in the praise team. Peter, I don't understand how you can return a faithful tithe and offering. Peter, I don't understand how you can be the most powerful witness on the block. Peter, I don't understand how you can be the standout one in the crowd, the one that everybody come to for answers when it comes to religious matters. Peter, I don't understand how is it that you can be this man of God or this woman of God, if you will. I don't understand, Peter. How is it that you can lead the folk, but yet in the time Jesus needs you the most, you turn your back on him? I don't understand, Peter. How did we get there? How, how do we get there, Peter? How did we get to the place that where now you're ready to lay your life down for him to now ready you walking in the cuts? So the young lady approached Peter says, you're the one. Uh, uh, when she saw him warming by the fire, uh, Peter trying to blend in. Family, God, I need you to come a little close because I need you to understand no matter how you try to fit in, no matter how you try to blend in, no matter how you try to step in, no matter how you try to look in, let me tell you something, you're going to always be standing outside looking in. I don't care how you dress yourself. I don't care how you comb your hair. I don't care about the clothes you have. Oh, I feel my help a little bit right there. But, but we're going to keep it moving because I understand no matter how you try to disguise yourself no matter how you try to fix it up and make it look right no matter how you try to eat a certain way they know who you are the reality is do you know who you are do do, do you know that you're not your own but you were bought with a price do you not know that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world have you not forgotten the fact that you were bought with a price and that price was the blood of Jesus Christ oh how we forget and lose ourselves in the situations around us you are who you are because of who God is don't let this world change you don't let this world get you to a space where now you're denying your very being you weren't raised that way you weren't taught that way you weren't brought up that way but now you got around certain folk and you forgot (laughs) this message here if I can put another pause right there I just want to keep you on track because this message was prepared a long time ago so I don't want to think nobody I want you to feel like I'm looking in your windows because I already know it's hitting you ain't got to tell me you ain't got to tell me I already know it's working come on somebody I, I, I already know it's working uh, because I understand uh, I've been there where you are I, I've, I've walked the shoes up I've been I'm not telling you something that I've just read I'm telling you something that I live 
kids. I remember back in the in, in, in the in, in the late 80s of uh, uh, the mid 80s of uh, I'm trying to get my life right with Christ. Uh, I'm trying to live for Jesus, but at the same time, the streets are pulling me. I'm walking with Jesus on one day. Uh, the next day, I'm hanging out in the streets, uh, and it got so bad, Elder. Now, when I showed up over to some friend's house, uh, they had to pull me to the side. Uh, they said, "Look, John." Uh, that's what they called me back then. Uh, they said, "Look, John. Uh, I need you to understand something here. Um, every time you drink with us, uh, you start out talking about the streets, uh, and for some reason, uh, you end up talking about God. Uh, I need you to understand something. Uh, either you gonna drink with us, uh, or you gonna preach to us. Uh, you can't do both. Uh, I didn't know who I was. Uh, I was trying to fit in, uh, like Peter. Uh, I'm trying to hide. Uh, I'm trying to disguise myself. Uh, and I don't care how you do it. Uh, they know you uh, because your speech, uh, even when you try to curse uh, and sound like them, uh, the world already know uh, that you belong to Him. Uh, you see, it's something about Jesus uh, that puts something on you uh, that no matter how you go up uh, or how you move, uh, you stand out like a sore thumb. Uh, it's about like that glow stick uh, in the daylight. Uh, you're walking in daylight. Uh, you're walking in the daylight. Uh, and the daylight is causing some uh, some chemicals uh, to take place in the glow stick. Uh, and then you get dressed. Uh, you go out at nighttime. Uh, but the reality is uh, like that glow stick uh, that shines in the nighttime. Uh, when you step out trying to fit in, uh, the reality is uh, you looking like a glow stick. Uh, you telling everybody uh, that you are a child of God uh, because there's something on the inside uh, working on the out. Oh, what a I'm trying, I'm trying. <laughs> they see you, Peter. Peter, Peter goes on. The Bible tells me that Peter goes on. I done left my notes. I might as well slide that that way. I hadn't looked over there yet, but to turn it on. Come on, somebody. Uh, uh, Peter, Peter, Peter goes on. And Peter, he begins to deny again. I neither know him uh, understand what you are trying, what you are saying. He understood. Peter said, I don't know him. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know why you're even coming at me with this. Peter, let me help you out, Peter. You, you did put yourself in Peter's shoes, right? Okay, because I want to make sure that this hit real good and solid. I don't want no seeds falling on the thorny ground. I don't want no seeds falling in no bushes. I want it to fall on good. So put yourself, if you want help from your situation, you need to put yourself in Peter's shoes as we go through this and understand what Jesus is saying here. Because the reality is all of us in here at some point, time or another, turned our backs on him, walked away from him, tried to fit in, tried to do all of that stuff and it's being told all over your face. Peter tried to deny it but he denied it saying, I neither know nor understand what you are saying. Preacher, what you're talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. I would never deny Jesus. I, I wasn't with him. I don't, matter of fact, see, Peter wasn't just denying Jesus. He was denying the fact that he ever knew him. 
that he ever knew him. I don't know what, I don't even understand what you're saying. Matter of fact, you speaking some other, what are you saying? What, how, how can you even fix your lips to even say that? I don't know him. And it got so bad, the young lady, she goes on, uh, uh, the servant girl saw him again and, and, and began to say those to those who stood by, this is the one. Now, family of God, when are we going to learn that you can't outmaneuver God? I, they, the, 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 even the world knows. See, we live a life sometimes, we try to please others, we try to stay in an area where we are accepted, where people like us, we trying to get the most likes on faith, we, we, we want people to love us. And, and, and the reality is, everybody's going to have an opinion about you. See, if you don't love yourself, it don't matter what other folks say. Let me tell you something, I could roll up in here with a holy teeth. matter of fact, I used this in a sermon one time, I had this t-shirt, I think I since got rid of it. And I had this T-shirt. I love that T-shirt. The T-shirt had so many holes in it, uh, Elder McCray, that I know my wife was just like, this one here, where did we get this one from? But, but, but LaFoya, the shirt felt good. It was broke in. It, 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 it grabbed me the right way. Uh, okay, so it had a couple, a few, several holes in it. And I said this too, um, use as an example, and a sister stood up in the back and she said, Pastor, I could sew it for you. <laughs> Missed the whole point. My point is, it doesn't matter what I wear, how, if I'm okay with it, it doesn't matter what you say. See, we have a problem with acceptance of who we are because we're looking for validation from everybody else. To the point that where when the ones who love you, the ones who birthed you, the ones who brought you into this world tell you, baby, you look good, baby, you're fine, baby, it's okay, it's all right. No, but they say it. Let me tell you something. I don't got to the point. It's not because I'm 50 plus old, you know, but I've come to this realization. Did I say you're old? I shouldn't say young, right? Okay, I'm 57. All right. <laughs> and, 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 and the reality is I had to come to that realization myself that it doesn't matter what other people say because somebody is going to always say something about what you're doing. Somebody's going to have a problem with what you're saying. And it's not because you are a young person or a teenager. And let me tell you something. You can be old, dusty, and gray by like me and somebody still going to have a problem with what you do. Even in my world, somebody got an issue with what I do. And I have to get to the point in my life where I can't follow that because if I start catering to what you say I ought to do, then somebody else will come along and tell me something that I ought to do. Now I got to leave what you say do and do what they say do. And I leave what they say do and do what they say do. And now I'm doing everything but what God say do. And I'm going to be honest with you up in here, up in here. I don't care what you say. I'm about to get in trouble up in here. I told you I done pushed that. Should I bring this back over here so I can stay out of trouble? <laughs> trouble, here I come. 
because <laughs> says the key you praying back there. I'm in trouble. I'm deep now. I'm deep. I'm deep in Amen. <laughs> the reality is, if you try to do what everybody say do, you was go- you will lose your mind. So I've come to the place where I love you. I love everybody. So even though I don't agree with some things, I have to realize that, Lord, what do you say? Peter is in a situation here where he's trying to deny who God is. The same one that, 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 that he walked with. The same one that he broke bread with. The same one that he fellowshiped with. That Jesus took him on special missions and special errands. The same one that Jesus brought him in closer than the all the other disciples did something special to him. The one that he, be, he, he called my special one. Peter. Satan wants you. Satan wants to take, he want to take you out the game. And so here it is. Peter, Peter goes on. Peter goes on. He denies. The servant girl saw him again and said, yes, you are the one. This is one of them. But Peter, here he is right here. He denies again. And a little girl, a little later, those who stood by jumped on the bandwagon and they said, surely you are one of them. Yes, you are. Why don't you own up? to who you are and quit trying to be somebody else. You are the one. You are a child of God. Everybody see it but you. Everybody's accepting it but you. Everybody is lining up with what's going on but you. And you wonder why so much drama, so much confusion, so much issues are going on. That's because you're trying to live another life. And you can't live another life and be your life and live your life. You got to choose. You have to choose. And so Peter, Peter, I get it, Peter, I understand. I realize Peter denies it again. And the text says right here in verse 71, then he began to curse and swear, I do not know this man of whom you speak of. Now Peter has went above and beyond the call of duty. Now he's swearing and he's cursing. Now he's speaking profanity just to try to fit in. And here it is right here. Even his cursing sounds, sounds sanctimonial. <laughs> I don't even know if I should say. <laughs> Even his cursing sounded like it was straight from the tenor section. Peter, you're the one. He cursed. He began to swab. And they said, you still ain't fooling me. You, you still haven't convinced me, Peter. You still haven't shown me that you're not one of them. Because even your speech is giving you away. Your dress is giving you away. Your lifestyle is giving you away. The way you wear your hair is giving you away. I know your hair looks just like the other person. I get it. I get it. My hair is low, but it's something about my bald head versus somebody else's bald head. See, my bald head got a different gloss to it. Come on. (laughs) Got that oil on it. Come on, somebody. This This is a different ball here. Don't get this one mixed up with the one out there on Club 11. I don't know if that's a... 
Peter, your speech is giving you a wave. Here it is right here. I'm about to get out your way. Verse 72 says that a second time when Peter did this, the second time the Bible says the rooster crowed. And it was at that point that it brought to the Peter's mind what Jesus has said earlier. It had to be the rooster crowing that jarred something in Peter. Why must it be something on the outside that jar you now to get it right with Christ? Why must we wait for some external issue to show up before we now decide to get it right with God? Why must we wait for some tragedy to show up before we now want to find ourselves at the altar pleading unto God? Why must we wait until some devastation happened in our world before we now come to the realization that I am a child of God? Why must we wait until some, 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 some mess show up in my life before I now realize that I am bought with a price? Why must we get to that point before we realize and make a decision that God is my rock, my salvation, and whom shall I trust? Why why must we get to that point at mama or daddy's casket before we realize that God is my all and my all? Why, Why must we wait until we get to some devastation or some hurt or some pain why must we wait until the divorce shows up why must we wait until we get fired before we lose everything before we decide that I need to get it right with God why must we wait before we get evicted before we get put out before we get shut out before we decide that it is my God all the way why must we wait Peter why, Peter? Why wait until the rooster crow? Why wait until all of the stuff falls out from under your feet? When God has told you, you have time. Before the rooster crow, this is going to happen. Now, here it is. Peter, you could change your mind. But see, when you're so locked in and denying, nah, I'm going to prove God wrong. I'm going to prove the church wrong. I'm going to prove man wrong. I'm going to prove them wrong. See, you're not proving. You can't prove God wrong. I don't know. See, that's, see some stuff ought to click in your brain to let you know this is foolery and it is not of God, but it is straight from the pits of hell. Some stuff ought to be just as plain as the lights on in this sanctuary. But we have to walk in the darkness before we realize God is God. We have to experience the lows. I know I've been there and I've been there not to just come back and tell you. I wish I could have learned this before going there. But I get it, Peter. That's why Jesus said before the cock crows, before the rooster crow, you're going to deny me. Jesus could have said, but I'm going to step in and do something. He could have came back and said, yeah, Peter, before, but I'm going to come in and help you out. Jesus didn't do that. 
Jesus told Peter what was going to happen and got out the way. Peter, Jesus got out the way. And he let Peter run his course. Peter, you denied him. You turned your back on him. But one thing I love about my Jesus, he never turned his back on Peter. Although Peter turned his back on him, Jesus never turned his back on Peter. Peter walked away from God when Jesus needed him the most. When that soul on your job needs you the most. Instead of you blending in with the conversation, you need to represent your God. When that individual in Walmart needs you the most. When your family member needs you the most, instead of joining in in the negative conversation, instead of joining in, Jesus says, I need you right there. I need you right there, Peter. I need you right here, Peter. I need you over there, Peter. Peter, can you come over here? Because this person is on their way to a devil's hell. And I need you, Peter, to come over here and be that light for me. Peter, could you come on, Peter? Jesus said, when I needed you the most, and I needed you the most, when I needed you the most, Peter, I couldn't find you. And here it is right here. Even though Jesus knew that Peter was going to deny him, I would like to believe that Jesus was really hoping that Peter would do something different. I'm really hoping, Peter, that when you leave this space today, that you do something different. I would like to believe as my Jesus was walking down the dusty streets and, and as he was being led into, in, uh, into trial and as, they, and as they spat on him and as they beat him and as they lashed on him and as they pulled clumps of his beard out of his face. I would like to believe, Peter, that Jesus was still believing that you would do something different. I believe in you, Peter. I believe in that what I said earlier, it will find root and it will bear good fruit and you will begin to do something different that you will not leave here the same way you came, Peter. So, Peter, here it is. You have an opportunity. You have a choice. Today is the day of salvation. Today is the day for you to make your calling and election sure. Today is that day where you can say, I want the real me to show up now. I've been living the fake life. I've been living the other life. But now, now I want the world to see the real me. I want the world to see me for who Jesus sees me as. Peter.
Peter, I don't know who you are, but I want you to know something. I can relate to almost anything. My daughters tell me all day long, Daddy, you got a story for everything. You see, me getting here wasn't an easy track myself. So Peter, whoever you are, I am here for you. If you want prayer, come meet me at the altar. Is there one? Is there one? Amen. Amen. God bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Mm. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Oh, oh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. Oh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, ha, ha. Hallelujah. It's time for us to show the world who we really are. Who we really are. Father God, in the name of Jesus, you're so amazing. You're so wonderful. You're so awesome. Mm. Thank you so much for not giving up on us. Even when we've given up on ourselves. Father, we have some work to do, oh God, but we can't do it by ourselves. We need you, Jesus, to come in and set the record straight. We're tired of being something else. Now we want to be who you'd see us as. Children of the living God. transformed in the image of the living God. So, Father, have your way today. I pray for all of our family and friends, and I pray, oh God, that we just have a, a better connection with you. There are those, oh God, that needs to know you a little bit better. I ask, God, that you would direct them and show them your way. You are truly an amazing God. Without you, we're hopelessly lost. But with you, we're more than conquerors. This we do pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Come on, hug the person next to you. Hug the person next to you. Let them know that today, 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 you will see the real me from here on out. I'm not trying to please man. I'm not trying to please anybody. I'm trying to live for my Jesus. Let's give the pastor another amen for that powerful message.
Now we understand why the devil tried to tear up the internet last week. He didn't want us to hear that, but thank God for that message. Praise the Lord. The devil wishes to sift all of us like wheat, but praise God, somebody prayed for us. Amen. Let's stand as we, we're going to go out here and tell the word about Jesus. Tell them about his love. Amen. Amen. Lord, we're so thankful for this beautiful message, Lord, that you've given us, Lord, the real you. Lord, you've shown us ourselves. You have shown us that we need you, Father, more than we ever needed you before, Lord. So seal our hearts, seal our decisions, Lord. All heaven is rejoicing right now, Father. So, Lord, we praise your holy name. Continue to bless us, abide with us as we leave this place, but never your presence is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory of the Lord, rise among us. 